It's around the horn. All right, Sean, it is the much awaited Around the Horn podcast. I'm your host, Narf Reali, and we are joined by three Tron Chat members. First up, from New York, we have Anton. I, I no longer know what I loathe more, fantasy football or my own existence. From Michigan, Noah. Regular season champion, winner of, I think it's three buy-ins, and the only one to vote against that rule. And also from New York, Lionel. Just because I don't care doesn't mean I don't understand. All right. And missing is Lamb Chop. Not a coincidence. Let's move on to the first ward. Let's get it started. Playoffs are upon us. Who is going to win this league? Let's start with Lionel. I say Noah. Uh, what's your reasoning for that? Uh, I like him the most. <laughs> Anton, want to jump in? It's absolutely going to be Noah. Okay, and Noah, he's got, better, he's got better matchups, better hair, and better personality. Noah, what's your word on this? I think I'm going to win too. And you know, even though I'm not the points leader. I am the expected wins leader, and that's all that matters, right? Okay. Uh, that, that, does play, that does play a big role in it. If you were to pick a non-bi-week team with the best chance, who would you pick? Let's go backwards, Noah. I, I, uh, I'm a little scared of CB. I, I might just be shell-shocked by him because he beat me twice in the regular season. He, he has two of my four losses are to CB, and he scored 165 against me last week thanks to Alshon Jeffrey. Um, and he's predicted to score 150 this week, so I'm a little scared of CB. CB's good. Anton? I definitely was going to say CB. I think he's flying under the radar. I think he will absolutely outscore the other three teams without a bye over the next three weeks. He's got better matchups. It's, it's going to be him. Lionel? I disagree completely, and I would go with Choir Boy, actually, who's got uh, Alshon Jeffrey with a really easy schedule. Uh, I think his... He has Cam Newton and uh, who's his other quarterback? Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, I, they've also been doing well lately, so I think they're good. All right, so let's let's recap the scores right now. We've got all three of you picking Noah to win, and all three of you picking CB as the best non bye week chance. So we've got great debates going on. So good far. diverse <laughs> panel you picked. um all right next question in the first word which non-playoff team deserved to make the playoff the most yoni or narf let's go with anton uh it's got to be narf i mean i don't think it it was close in points or or expected wins this was really shit luck now you know how i feel i think we, we we are now tied for worst luck in the modern era is that right we we are we're both at minus 4.36 wins uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. You've done it at a, at a slightly higher output level, but we, we've had the same shit luck, so I feel for you it was you. All right, Lionel, how, what's your thought? Well, my first thought is I'm a little insulted that I'm not even, like, an option but for this put, question. You put yourself in an option if you were anti <laughs> <laughs> No, you said which non-playoff team deserves to make the playoffs more, and then in parentheses you put in for Yoni, as though... Me? As though someone would like pick me instead. I will say I have I have more points scored than Choir Boy and Moose. That's a good uh, point. Only one of those is an achievement. Yeah, what happened with Choir Boy? How, how did Choir Boy all of a sudden get really good? I yeah. told you he's been sneaking up on the league all year. No one's talking about him because because he's quiet. It's all well, about Sean Jeffrey. That's a, that's we're all strategy. talking about him. Uh, anyhow, I, I would say uh, I think Narf, you that you definitely deserve to. 
make the playoffs more. Uh, Yoni is just having a great late season run, but you know you got to start off strong too. Noah. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to have any debate on this one either. Sorry, no. God fucking damn it. I mean, Yoni started the season 0-6. No one who started yeah. the season 0-6 yeah. deserves to make yeah. the playoffs. So, I agree. So I, I like your guys' points. I'm glad for the support. I would have expected someone to go Yoni here. No one brought up the fact that if Moose starts Geno Smith, Yoni's yeah. in the playoffs right now. So you could say yeah, he but you, it. But, Narf, you had, you had epically, like, all-time bad luck. Who is sneezing? <laughs> is that a small ferret sneezing? <laughs> Oh, that was my wife. You know, <laughs> she, can we get here, her? Can she be the fourth on this? Can she get in here too? She really wants to be in the league. Oh. Yes, let me play. <laughs> Narf, you, uh, but you know, actually, we're, we weren't paying attention to Anton either because he wasn't very good either. <laughs> but uh, but he had bad luck this season too, right? Again, you had you a lot of points this? scored against you. You had almost ma- as many points scored against you as yeah, uh, Anton as almost did. caught me for points scored against Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's go to the final question, the first word. With the new data coming out about drafting, um, what are you guys' thoughts about quarterbacks and running backs early in the draft? It's looking more and more like two quarterbacks is the guaranteed way to make the playoffs. And let's start with Noah. Uh, a nice study, Narf. Uh, you really did a nice in-depth study on that. Thank you. We, we all appreciate that. Um, we all appreciate you uh, giving away the secrets of fantasy football that we wish we could have kept secret for all these years. But I, I agree. We no longer can do that, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I've always thought that you want to go. I, 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 when you had me on before, I was saying you want one of the top, you know, four quarterbacks, and I ended up with one of them. But he ended up being shitty anyway. But um, I don't know. I, I've always thought that. I've always thought it's important to get one of the top uh, QBs, um, and that running backs are notoriously unpredictable. So you know. All right. So Lionel, when you were on earlier, I think you were defending the, the running back strategy. Do you still stick by that? Yeah, and, and Noah dominating the league with who RG three and Tom Brady. Those are your that's your fucking recipe for success. Drastically underperformed, and he's yeah. basically made the playoffs because of his running backs and wide receivers. Okay, but if you... yeah, but I didn't pick any of those running backs. That's true, but I, I I still don't think we're looking at big enough of a sample. And I'm not, I'm not saying you need you. I'm not saying you should have bad running backs. I don't think that's <laughs> that's that's good. I would hope you wouldn't say that. But no, are you suggesting that you should have bad running backs? <laughs> I, I went with the strategy of having good players on my team, and that's worked out for me. That's yeah, true. and. It's a really a bold strategy and much better than my strategy of drafting shit players and trading away good players for other shit players. So. No, but really, if you if you make your top pick and your top pick ends up sucking like CJ Spiller or Doug Martin or you know gets injured for some reason, I mean, you're screwed, right? So why not take a, something that's close to a sure thing that gives you, uh, you know... A large number of points about PAR, par. Par. It's, it's a good point. And since 2011, all seven teams that did not take a quarterback in the first four rounds, none have made the playoffs. Do you think I don't know why I'm arguing this. Everyone yeah. take shitty players first from now on. So, that's the best strategy. So let's go to Anton. Do you put any validity in those numbers, or do you think the sample is just too small? Well, all right. If we're, if we're talking about the first round, I mean— the- I'm talking about the first four rounds. Seven teams— have not taken a quarterback at zero QBs in the first four rounds. All missed the playoffs. 
Yeah, that that that's as it should be. Uh, there's definitely something to that. I mean, if if we first of all, if we take the first round, which is the most important one, you know, basically going into the season, who the top four or five quarterbacks are going to be, and that's usually how it turns out. Of the four or five guys you think are going to be the best running backs, two or three of them are not going to get there. Right. Listen, I'm not completely happy with obviously my picks this year, but. This is also a good chance to point out that our league is clearly like an outlier among all fantasy leagues across the world. I think just because, so first of all, usually, I mean, like almost every other league, type of league and type of roster, the strategy is to pick a running back first. That's just like across the board. That's what you're supposed to do. So it's not just that we have, we're a two quarterback league and we give six points or uh, we give four points for touchdowns, and like so, I think it's well four four points for touchdowns is I think normal for. for no, it is. It's it's the three hundred yard passing bonuses that quarterbacks hit more often than running backs and receivers hit their bonuses. Okay. Yeah. Also, Why are we even talking about no, these guys when they have their own podcasts? It's <laughs> a good point. Oh, I think it's. I mean, it would be silly maybe at this point since we've done it this way for so many years, but it might be worth talking about changing the scoring for quarterbacks. We can think about that. All right, guys, any last words before we move on to buy or sell? No. no. LC's a fucker. Yeah. LC is a fucker. Is he going to call in? I, I keep encouraging to him, too, but I, he's, he, I think he's really upset that he's being excluded. He said he doesn't want to use his minutes. <laughs> what is he doing tonight? He, he, I think he's still working, because I, I tried to convince him to... Uh, call in at least for a little bit, and he said he can't do it this early. It's, it's Which, seven, 7 o'clock his time. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock. <laughs> Alright. Moving on to buy or sell. First up, will Peyton Manning be the number one pick in our 2014 draft? Let's start with Lionel. Uh, first, let me just uh, sell the way you're phrasing these questions. When it's buy or sell, you're supposed to just like say a statement, and then we'll say buy or sell. That's the statement. Peyton Manning will be the number one pick in the 2014 draft. That's better. Thank you. I am buying, <laughs> buying, buy, 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 not just because he's on my roster and I like him now, uh, but he just put up 42 points on Kansas City in the cold weather with a bad ankle, so all this talk of him being, you know, a hot weather early season quarterback is out the window. Anton. Sell. Uh, I think it's going to be Rodgers. I think this is a historic year. Manning is, is, is going to stay good. He's not going to be quite as good. Rodgers is going to have healthy, healthy wide receivers. I think he goes first. Noah. I'm going to buy it, but I think it's a bad idea. I think he will be the <laughs> number one pick, but I think it will be wrong. That's a, that's a good answer. I like that the most. He's going to be 30, 38 or 39 in 2014. And no matter, I mean, he he did well last week, but he does suck in the cold, and he does suck late in the season, and that's when you need him in the playoffs. So. Hey, he he came out in a press conference this week, and and he says that it doesn't seem to him like he's worse in the cold. Right, and it's yeah, okay, <laughs> and it's and it's not gonna get better as you know a thirty-eight-year-old instead of a thirty-seven-year-old, uh, and especially in Denver. I mean, what the hell? Moving on, is Josh Gordon a top five fantasy wide receiver in 2014? Lionel. No, you didn't say it right. <laughs> you didn't do that. I'm... <laughs> no, jo- Josh Gordon will be a top five wide receiver in 2014. It's Anton, go. Wait, no, it was my turn. 
What? <laughs> I didn't get a chance to buy that. I, Lionel, go. <laughs> I'm buying it. Uh, he looks good. He's uh, got a lot of upside, and I mean, yeah, there's, I don't know who else. Definitely Brandon Marshall, Megatron, AJ will be in the top five as well. I don't think Des Bryant is going to be in the top five, and who knows what Julio Jones is going to look like. All right, Noah. Ah, uh, Sal, come on. Just because he had two big games in a row. He had 91 points two games in a row. That's fucking crazy right after I fucking traded him. Thank you very much. Yeah, you already sent him. Anton. Huh? No, I'm not done yet. Okay. <laughs> Just because he had two great games in a row against shitty teams doesn't mean he's going to be a top five quarterback next year. I mean, any actually, any, uh, well, any receiver who's throw, who's being thrown to by Brandon Whedon can't possibly be a top-five quarterback. you think Brandon Whedon's a quarterback next year? No. Definitely not. Well, who's it going to be? The rookie they draft. All right. Well, that's not going to help either. (laughs) Good point. Anton, buy yourself. I am buying this. If it weren't for the suspension the first two games, he would be having an incredible year. Now, you asked us... You asked us which of the top five, according to you, he displaces, and then you listed six receivers. Correct. <laughs> I like that. Um, those being Megatron, Brandon Marshall, AJ, Dez, Julio, and Demarius. So Dez is not having a good year. He's catching 60% of his targets, which is around 90th in the league. Nice Brandon Marshall is going to be 30. Julio Jones hurt the same foot twice now i think jones will still be great uh i think josh oh and josh gordon of all those people he's the only one whose quarterback situation is going to improve next year everyone else is is staying pat so i think he's going to be better than des and probably better than brandon marshall good answer all right so some unnamed rookie is going to throw to he's going to be better than brandon weed and at quarterback but how much better uh infinite i don't even know i don't i can't name a single college football player <laughs> for the rest of the 2013 season Gronkowski is a better fancy tight end than Jimmy Graham let's switch it this up should, this should go to me by by rights uh, yes yes I buy I'm buying that he he will he's playing Cleveland Miami and Baltimore Jimmy Graham has to play Carolina twice um yeah good Gronk. random matchups Noah uh, I'm gonna sell it I think uh the Saints have a lot more to play for than the Patriots. I think they're gonna. I think the Patriots are gonna rest Gronk a little bit down the stretch, playing against these bad teams. The Patriots um, are one game back the, of the one seed. They'll have the division wrapped up next week, and yeah, no, they they uh, they'll they'll play for that. But the Saints are you know fighting with the the uh, Panthers for uh, for that division. The Panthers won eight in a row. Um, they've got these games against the Panthers. I also think that the Saints throw on the goal line more often than the Patriots do. The Patriots have been running on short yardage basically every time. And uh, the Saints throw, and they, when they throw in the red zone, they throw at Jimmy Graham. So he's going to get a lot of touchdown looks, I think, in the, the rest of the season. And they have more to play for. Lionel. Yeah, I, I sell for, for those reasons as well. And I think Gronk is actually going to uh, injure his groin uh, having sex with a porn star the last week of the season. So Makes sense. Adrian Peterson finishes as the top fantasy running back anton by yourself bye uh so it's him jamal charles peterson is nine points behind him uh and casey's going to the playoffs they're gonna 
protect Charles down the stretch. Peterson has got a fairly okay schedule, and he's just going to be trying to rack up yards. Don't forget, for don't forget about Matt Forte and Shady are right there, too, and they're both playing for playoffs. Uh, I say Peterson passes Charles, stays on top. Noah. Yeah, I, I think Peterson will pass Charles, too. I mean, the Chiefs have very little to play for at this point. They, I mean, they, they're a game back in the division, and they lose the tiebreaker, and they and both the Chiefs and Broncos play easy schedules. So it's very unlikely that the Chiefs pass the Broncos. Um, and there's almost zero chance of any other wildcard team passing the Chiefs, although the Chiefs have lost three in a row. But um, I think they have a pretty easy schedule coming up. But on the other hand, they uh, – I mean – how much more is Peterson going to do? He basically already has the rushing title locked up, I think. I mean, he's like... He's about 100 I, yards ahead of McCoy. I, I think he's pretty far ahead. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's no shot at the single-season record this, this year. Um, and I don't know. The Vikings might want to start tanking for a draft pick. They're close enough to the bottom that they might want to do that. And like you said, McCoy and Forte are right behind him. Um, so that makes it close, but I'm still going to buy. Long answer. Lionel, jump in there. Yeah, I'm also going to buy. Um, pretty sure he's the only Vikings offensive threat right now. So don't okay. know if that's bad, but I'm buying. Moving on, a few more buys or sells. A non-playoff team leads the league in scoring throughout the playoffs. Start with Noah, buy or sell. All right, so get this. The top three projected scores for Week 14. Narf at 155. Yoni at 154, and Fuse at 153. The top three projected scores in the whole league are not in the playoffs. I like it. For this upcoming week. And then you've got CB at fourth at 150. And by the way, the two bye week teams, me and LC, are at 134 and 131. So I'm I pretty likely that the, that the a non-playoff team leads in scoring. So that's a bye? That's a bye. Lionel. Bye. Anton. I'm going to sell that. I, I had misunderstood the question originally. I thought you were trying to ask us which non-playoff team was going to lead the non-playoff teams in scoring. Nope. So I would have said NARF, even uh, though you, you, you have no tight end. I, I don't know if you, you know that. Julius Thomas practiced full today. He's going to play. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell that. I, think, I, I don't think it's going to happen. One of the big boys will come through. Because why should anything that sucks ever get better? I, you're correct. <laughs> All right, let's start with Noah. Choir Boy has the best quarterback pairing of any of the teams in the playoffs. Um, as, I'm going to sell as much as it hurts me to say it. I think Elsie has the best. Breeze and Foles? Quarterback pairing. Breeze and Foles. Breeze is the number two quarterback. Foles is the number 18 quarterback, but... He might be really good. He he seems like he's really good. It, That's it, my it, it's analysis. It's turning Philly to optimism. People are starting to say that everywhere. Yeah, CB. So CBs are good too. Newton has the number five. Stafford has the number is the number three quarterback. Um, but I think LCs are better. That's a sell, Lionel. Uh, I'm buying this. Uh, yeah, I really like Newton and Stafford, and I think they're gonna. Blow it out the water in the end of the season. Uh, why is Noah on your list? Yeah, by the way, yeah, I was going to say that me and V go off this completely. Yeah, was, I mean, Griffin and Kaepernick are both probably the biggest disappointments in the league. So they are not in this discussion. They, they yeah. absolutely, you're right. They're, they're named more than anything else. Anton, go. Yeah, Noah and Vigo are not close. Uh, 
the LC is is you know if my if my heart weren't involved maybe I'd pick him. Foles has a has a nice schedule. They got a lot to play for. Breeze doesn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the Carolina bandwagon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you know those two were probably gonna be battles. Carolina's gonna win one, maybe both of those games, and go with CB over LC. All right, it's gonna be fun games to watch. Yeah. Hudson. Hudson has the best running back pair in the playoffs. Buy or sell. It's Alfred Morris and Matt Forte. You skipped one. Yeah, you totally skipped one. I'm doing that one last. <sighs> Lionel. You've thrown off my whole world. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. That's like a, a, a tentative buy, I guess. I have the best running backs in the whole league, so I, it, it's hard for me to judge everything you know, besides that. So. Noah. All right, so H- Hudson has Morris and Forte. Yep. Morris is the 13th running back, and Forte is the third-ranked running back. I have uh, Nusham Reno, who is the fifth, and both Murray and Gore, who are 10 and 11. And then I've also got Shane Vereen and, and uh, Bobby Rainey. So I've got... You said pairing, not octet. I've got five <laughs> starting running backs. So any That's given too many running backs. That's not a pair. I... Shut the fuck up. Any None given week, I can pick the best two for their particular matchups. So I think I got, I have the best. So I'm selling it. <laughs> it's definitely now. You're talking about for down the stretch in the playoffs. Yep. Not overall. Yeah, it's definitely Noah Moreno and Demarco Murray both have fruitcake schedules down the stretch. Um, I mm-hmm. think if if Noah had managed before the trade deadline to turn some of his other running backs, trade deadline was a week too early. Into another player, <laughs> and and I still picked him to win, but he would have been an unstoppable force. When the when the trade deadline happened, Vereen was still on IR, and I hadn't didn't have Rainey yet, so I, I really wanted to trade one of those, but the deadline was too early. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's Noah Moreno and Murray are going to go nuts the next three weeks. All right, for the for the last buyer, so I'm trying to figure out how to word it so I don't get yelled at. Um, <laughs> if, if you so if you look at the stats, the teams that made the playoffs drafted sixth, seventh, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Is that a fluke? Buy or sell, Anton? <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> you fucked it up again. You have to either say it is a fluke or it is not a fluke. Just, just say something. <laughs> All right, it is a fluke. It is a fluke, and here's why. So if you look at the first two rounds, and you break down the people picking into the the first six picks in the first round and the next six picks, over the first two rounds, if you look at how many players people missed on, either that player unexpectedly sucked or missed a significant amount of time, the guys who picked in the first six and then the, the bottom six in the second round Six of those picks were misses. For the guys who picked uh, 7 through 12, and then the first six of the second round, they only missed on two. So it's a fluke this year. I know there's a little support of it where you did the stats going back a few years. I still don't think it's 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 clear-cut, but this, this year how it lined up is definitely a fluke. Noah. Oh, can you – yeah, we need the stats for the rest of the years. But, uh, okay, so I did the, for the stats you gave for draft position and then the corresponding expected wins, I did the regression, and there is a positive correlation between draft position and expected, or negative correlation, if you want, 
for the, the number of draft position. Um, but the R squared value, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, this is gonna be an econ challenge in a second. The the R squared value on the regression is 0. 0.07, so it's low, um, which means that uh, the draft position explains about seven percent of the variance in expected wins in the league this year. Um, but the question is, is that seven okay. percent? No, no. Uh, using those numbers, can you tell us how many running backs are in a pair? <laughs> So the question is, how much of that seven percent is real? And I, so I don't know anything about statistics. So I tried to figure this out, and I would have bootstrapped it, but I didn't have the time. But uh, but from what I've been able to figure out, and I want the economists to check me on this, which is that with that point oh seven number, there it's an eighty percent chance that that draft position explains at least some of the variance in expected wins in this reverse order. Okay, but you, you're, just referring, to say, you're just referring to the variance as though we, we know what that means, though. We don't know. We need, like, an effect size, because this could explain, like, a hundredth of a win or, like, three points per game or something. It could be completely... It could be statistically significant and it's not meaningful in any way. Well, I, I, know I don't know any... Again, I know nothing about statistics, but with the point zero seven R squared value... That this is means that it explains seven percent of the variance, but that has some confidence interval on it, right? We don't know. We don't know if that. We don't know it, what how. We don't know if that point zero seven value is real or not. But because, but based on the sample size, we can estimate um, what the what the confidence interval on that number is. And from what I can figure out, that there's a there's an eighty percent chance that. It has at, at greater than zero effect. That the that draft position has a greater than zero effect. All right, no. But so how you're much effect? Is not I don't a know. Fluke. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but that yeah, that's. So Lionel, buy or sell. Lionel. I'm saying that it's not a fluke. Okay, probably. Lionel. Eighty percent chance it's not a fluke. That's bullshit. It's definitely. I mean, I'm glad you guys did the research to back this up. I, I would say it, it is definitely a fluke, and that. Someone running, I mean, if you run not just like three years of our league, but if you run the numbers for every fantasy draft ever, there's a strong correlation between, a strong positive correlation between draft position and points scored. Okay. What, but for, for the top draft position, where, all, where did you get that information? For draft order, I'm just, it, it's, that's, I'll, I'll find that, but that's just like, I mean, crunching like millions of leagues, you know? Higher draft position equals better picks. Because it's not just the first four rounds we're talking about, it's the, you get better picks the whole way through. This is, go. this is why people have come up with like different kinds of, uh, draft orders, different kinds of like reverse snakes and all sorts of other things to kind of compensate for that. We need the we need this uh, data for other years than just this one. We'll we'll go back and we'll get. Can that you do for, that? For, for can, for you our, did this for this year. Can you do it for the other years? For our next show, we'll go, we'll go back and get that. And we'll. So, but anyway, this year the first six guys they missed on fifty percent of their first two round picks. The other confounding variable for our league is that we're fucking idiots and don't pick the right way. So that is it for buy and sell. We are moving <laughs> on to out of bounds, a segment where everything is in bounds. First question, 
Where should the 2014 draft be held? Let's start with Commissioner Anton. Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine? Port- uh, so Yoni has a standing invitation to host us for a draft in Portland, Maine and, and uh, do, a, do a lobster crab cookout thing weekend. Um, Clam bake. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Um, I... I think everyone's kind of been been dragging their feet on it. So I, I'll, I'll come out and say right now, if if everyone's in, I'm I'm in. I'll be there in so, Portland. So as someone that lives in the New York area, you're pro Maine over New York. Um, it's just I think it would be a nice time, and we never get to see Elena. Noah, I think we should do it in Wildwood, naked on the Tidewinds balcony, <laughs> drinking beer out of styrofoam cups while pushing children down the stairs. Very we good. usually do that anyway. Lionel. I actually had a similar thought. I, I, I mean, I definitely welcome Yoni to uh, host us. I think that's very, very gracious of him. Uh, can't I would say New York is tough, even though it's convenient for some of us. We don't have like a big place to do it. So yeah, Adla- Atlantic City or Wildwood would be a great choice. All right. So a lot of support for Yoni. Moving forward. Next question. And this has been hot in the news recently. Should there be penalties for tanking or major roster fuck-ups going forward? Let's go with Lionel first. Uh, Yes, there should be penalties for those things, but more than anything, there should also be penalties for defending those (laughs) fuck-ups and tanking. uh, I'll I'll just leave it at that. So So you think Moose should be penalized for defending himself more than the act itself? Absolutely. What do you think Agreed. a fair penalty is? Uh, I mean, he's already, he's already taken some of his medicine, I think, through email exchanges, and I think he, you know, apologized to Yoni or something like that. So I'm, I'm, I leave that to the. Okay, Anton. So for tanking, I don't think there should be a league penalty, but I think obviously there there should be strong peer pressure and karma penalties i think that's the best way to deal with tanking because it's so fuzzy and you don't want to have to decide there's no such thing as tanking though oh in order to tank uh, there have to be some uh, why would someone tank it makes no sense the tanking is not inside you don't get a first round pick if you tank so by tanking we're referring to Vigo possibly sitting Marshawn Lynch. You get a better playoff match. Uh, manipulating your match. I see, so I see, I see. Okay, I, do, okay. I do think we should consider, I don't even know if I'm for it yet, we should consider the rule change about letting higher seeds pick their matchups. Um, but I say no league ten- penalty for tanking. Now, roster fuck-ups. While we're on the subject, the Thursday night game is happening right now. Moose currently has Jay Cutler, who is not playing, in his starting lineup, his only other quarterback is Chad Henney, who he did not start, who is playing tonight and already has two touchdowns. Um, so I don't know if this was, for I don't know. Well, game? I don't know if this was planned or not. Maybe he decided ahead of time that he'd rather pick someone up out of free agency than deal with Chad Henney. In which case, Narf has the option of holding this podcast to give the league enough time to run all of the remaining quarterbacks through waivers within 48 hours of the matchups uh, to punish Moose. But that's I'm going to leave that in, in Narf's hands. Okay. Um, no. His options right now, by the way, include Geno Smith. 
<laughs> I think he's still available. Noah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, well I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was just an aside. Okay. Um, <laughs> continue. So wait, hold on. His options are Jason Campbell, who might play, and then Matt Castle, Geno Smith, and Matt McGloin. Yeah. Um, as far as penalties for roster fuck-ups, I, I think there's a better case for it than for tanking for some kind of league discipline. I don't think it's going to be major, like like draft picks or kicking people out or anything like that. I think ideally we would have someone or the league collectively uh, come up with a proposed punishment for, for every offense, and then the offender himself or he could appoint him someone to do it for him. This is a very lawyer solution. Uh, to advocate for why he should not be punished quite so severely. And then we'd have commissioner discipline for roster fuckers. <laughs> okay. Okay, Noah, jump in. I, th- I tend to think that for any time someone does something that is deemed stupid by somebody, that public ridicule is enough to prevent it from happening again. Um, it hasn't that, been with Moose. It's just that Moose. was the stance <laughs> that I was going to take, but it seems like Moose is fucked up again, so... I don't know if public ridicule is really enough, but I mean, the only thing that I think is really uh, bad is not paying attention and not doing the moves you should do. Right. I mean, this is, this is why we have the modern, the, the modern era, the Legends of Tron modern era now, because now everyone pays attention. So now I want everyone to pay attention. If someone doesn't, then the league isn't as fun. So, I mean, I think public ridicule should be enough to prevent people from fucking up again. And if it doesn't, then they don't really belong in the league, right? Okay. Moving on, final question in Out of Bounds. Favorite podcast co-host to date? Let's start with Anton. <laughs> uh, I don't like this question. Wait, to date or like to <laughs> or to So far this today. season, who has been your favorite podcast? Okay, so not to be in a, in a sexual relationship with. Anton. This is tough because it taxes my memory, yeah. which is bad. Okay. Um, I'm I want to say Bill. Yeah, I want to say Drew. <laughs> I think I, I remember you having good chemistry with Hudson and Vigo. I think that those those pods had flow, but I, everyone was 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 pretty like there was no no terrible pods except for the ones you deleted. Not a strong answer, but we'll go with Not it. Not a strong answer. Lionel, anything better? I was going to say Frogger, too, but I don't know. He didn't co-host. Frogger's been a guest, not a co-host. What's the oh. What's yeah. a co-host, then? A co-host is the, the main person who knows something about football. <laughs> I was going to pick Frogger, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, Frogger was my favorite. And, and I would have picked Frogger, but knew ahead of time he was not eligible. Well, I really enjoy. I enjoyed Priest uh, oh, a lot. Good. You're right. Priest was right. Uh, yeah. Priest was good. Noah. I was going to pick Frogger because he agrees to be on a podcast that 10 people listen to in a league that he's not even a part of. And I think that's <laughs> that, that but is a good since, answer. Since Frogger isn't eligible, I'm going to pick these two guys, Anton and Lionel. I think they both were really good on the podcast. Follow up question, and we'll start with Noah. What's been your favorite Tron Ranks question so far? The Wingman question, definitely. Damn it. That's what I said. Lionel. That's what I said. I said wingman too, but you haven't updated Tron rank stats. Because you know there's that. so many, there's so many ways you can go at the the wingman question. There's I'll, so many different things you would want in a wingman. There may yeah. be different things you would want, and yeah. apparently, <laughs> sometimes you don't want a wingman who's too good. Apparently, according to you, 
Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Anton, finish it off. The wingman one was good because it was it was the perfect kind of question for something like this, and someone picked me for the top end, which was <laughs> one of the more ridiculous things to happen on your podcast. But which, Anton, what, which was more ridiculous? Right, so, so I'm getting you I'm getting, being as a top wingman or you being a chef. Yeah, so because the other two guys picked the wingman, I'm going to go with the food question because I enjoyed all of of. The, the vegan jacking each other off and the absurdity of, of picking me for something having to do with food. And this is why I'm picking Lionel as, as one of the best co-hosts because he handled that question perfectly and explained the answer to that in, I think, the best possible way. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, he had Deserted Island, right? Oh, that's what it was, not that's, Chef, yeah. It was Deserted Island, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was survival skills. All right, guys, lightning round Uh-oh. question. This is gonna be. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be hard. We'll see. So these are. You got to make clear. These are questions we have no knowledge of ahead of time. Correct. Well, this is only gonna be one question. It's gonna be a lot easier for everyone what? who doesn't go first. Uh, this <laughs> says my document says surprise questions. All right. Well, maybe we'll open up the floor. So, lightning round question. Who who wants to go first? Nobody wants to go. <laughs> no one. You're, no one's, no one's up first. Okay. Fine. Lightning round question. You're going to pick. Each of you is going to throw out a Tronomax question. We're just going to do one top, one bottom each. <laughs> Noah, you're up. Oh, man. Um, it's going to go Anton, Narf, Lionel, Noah. That's the circle I'm picturing in my head. All right. Which Tron would you would you want to drive uh, do a road trip across the country with? All right. One of each. Anton. Uh, n- Noah. <laughs> what? You need a top and a bottom, right? Yes. Oh, I need a bottom. Shit. And uh, is, just, is it just us four or everyone? Every, no, this, everyone's This is going to take forever. It's not going to okay. take Everyone's involved. One of each. Quick. Top, Noah, bottom, fucker. Top, Frogger, bottom, Fuse. Lionel. Uh, top, Frogger, uh, bottom, Moose. Oh, Moose. Moose has great musical taste, though. Anton, your question. Okay. Um, if you did not know how to drive stick shift, top and bottom league member to teach you. Top and bottom to teach you to drive stick shift? Regardless of whether or not they know. <laughs> top? Top? Yeah, the only assumption is that you don't know. Top, Noah. No. Top, Noah, bottom, Lamb chop. Lionel. Uh, top, Yoni, bottom, Anton. Noah. Are we not going to elaborate on uh, Top. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just have to live with it. Tell people and move on. Um, uh, top, Frogger, bottom, Lamb chop. Elaborate, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, uh, I don't want Lamb Chop teaching me anything. He'll just yell at me. That was my reason for the bottom two. And Frogger's good at driving stick. Right. All right. Lionel, your question. If you uh, had to be in a two-person band, (laughs) who would be your partner? Anton kills self. (laughs) (laughs) Noah, start us off. (laughs) Wait, what instrument am I playing? It's it's like, it's, it's, it's like multiple instruments. It's up to you, but 
Um, all right. Uh, uh, my top is going to be Lionel. He's a very, very musical person. And, that means I asked the right question. And bottom is Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct answer. Cannot use Eugene. No, I'm sticking with Eugene. I'll, I'll allow oh, it. that's correct. No, that's correct. Anton, go. Uh, <laughs> bottom, Lionel. What? Because <laughs> we would never agree on a single thing relating that's to true. music. That's that a good point. True. Ever, including whether our songs should have intelligible lyrics. True. Uh, top, Frogger. I think we'd have a good time. Oh, jeez. I will go top moose. We have an identically perfect taste in music. And bottom, I will go Yoni. <laughs> Just because Yoni. Just because Yoni. Whenever I don't have a bottom, I go to Yoni. <laughs> but I don't think me and him would be a good two-man band. I think he'd hate me the whole time. <laughs> All right, that is it for the lightning round. We're gonna, should we count Wait, you're these? not going to do a question, Narf? Oh, you want me to do one too? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to answer my own question, right? Uh, right. No, well, you can if you want to. We ha- oh, we haven't been doing that, I guess, have we? Should we no. all go back and answer our own questions? No. No. Okay. But you, but you should do one. My question will be, if you're going to rob a bank with one other Tron, who do you want, <laughs> top and bottom? Oh, jeez. Lionel. Uh, oh, is that me? You're first. Uh, let's see. I'll go top Hudson. He kind of looks like a, a cat burglar to me. Uh, I'll say bottom choir boy because he would definitely like have a moral dilemma while we were robbing a bank. Okay, Noah. Uh, I'm at top. I'm going to go Moose. I think he could charm the pants off the teller and just take their money. And bottom not because you'd freak out. I'd be good at this. No, I wouldn't be. Anton, go. No. Uh, top priest, because I think priest is really smart and like sneaky, devious. Mm, I think I yeah. would be, I would really like to commit crimes with priests. That's a good choice. Um, bottom, you meant sodomy. Narf, narf, bottom, because I think you would drive me nuts the whole time, and on the on the small chance that we got away with it, you would just be going nuts afterward. And I that is a good point. It. I would tell everyone. Yeah, and you'd be freaking out the whole time about getting caught. I'd probably shoot you in the head. You'd rather rob a bank with Vigo than me? You think Vigo is good <laughs> in that situation? Yeah, I think I could give Vigo a job. Like, like, learn how to crack a safe and get him in there and he would do his job and then he'd stay quiet afterwards. Uh, Vigo doesn't stay quiet that well either. I, but that, that's okay. I'm glad he got away with no bottoms out of this. All right, moving on to showdown. All three men enter. Only one man <laughs> exits. I don't know what the line is. I hope you guys have your 20 seconds of face time prepared for the winner. Uh, let's recap the scores. Um, you're all pretty even. Noah's had some really good answers, but has also talked really long on most questions. <laughs> Lionel and Anton have been more succinct. First showdown question. And we will start with Anton. I like that those were the scores. <laughs> yeah, those were the scores. You can change any one rule in the league right now. What would it be, Anton? Um, I would change the rule that allows fuckers. 
Lionel, top that. Uh, I would make it one one point per twenty five yards passing instead of twenty. Okay, anti quarterback Noah. Oh, that would just change everything, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> <laughs> and Noah, um, Noah, Lionel's two running back strategy finally pay off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll show you. Um, I would not give money to the regular season winner. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> Are we doing that? <laughs> you all voted for it. Except I didn't vote me. for that. Yes, you did. Anton, did I vote for that? Yeah, it was eleven to one. Noah was the only no vote, and Noah wins the money. Yeah, isn't it fantastic? Oh. Isn't that the sweetest thing? Well, wait, was it regular season wins or points? Are we sure it wasn't points? It was. It was wins, and it wasn't expected wins, even though that's still Noah. <laughs> Maybe next year. Wait, winner of uh, top expected wins should get something. All right. Next showdown Our question. A hand job in a bathroom stall. <laughs> Perfect. If the finals matchup was Lamb Chop versus Moose, who would oh. you root for, Anton? Oh, that's a trick question. Moose can't win. Who? So you're rooting for Lamb Chop in the finals? Oh, I didn't say that. I'm just saying Moose can't possibly get to the finals. Oh, he can. Um, He's got Percy Harvin riding strong. I would... Oh, God. I would have to root for Moose, but I would really be disgusted with myself. Lionel. The only way to win the game is by not playing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rooting for Yoni in that. Yeah. I I mean, I just, I I can't even begin to imagine, but I, I would just root for whatever happens for it, for it to come down to like, you know, uh, a scoring correction or something. Uh, that, that then makes Yoni win. Noah. <laughs> Did you see the Jaguars just scored on a, a halfback pass from, uh, or a wide receiver pass? I don't know. Yoni, uh, Elsie or Moose, Noah? What, what's the call? Moose. Moose? All right, that is it for Showdown. I am giving the win and 20 seconds of FaceTime to Noah. Go. Well, I don't have anything to say. I, I do, if you don't want to say anything. Yeah, go. Uh, so I, I just thought um, that today uh, I, I would mention that we, we lost someone uh, pretty pretty important uh, to the world. Uh, really did a lot for race relations and also just kind of, I don't know, speaks to like the triumph of the human spirit. Uh, so I know you guys are all probably thinking about him too and uh, just want to say rest in peace Paul Walker um. R.I.P. We are on a 23 and a half hour break. I will see you all tomorrow. Thanks <laughs> Thanks for playing Tron Chat. Was that, was that a reference to something? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this records. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>